Hello, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Today is the 19th of November, day 323 out of the year. And we're reading from Acts chapter 28, verse 15 to 31. Let's begin with a reading from the Bible. Paul arrives at Rome. The brothers and sisters in Rome had heard we were coming and they came to meet us at the Forum on the Appian Way. Others joined us at the Three Taverns. When Paul saw them, he was encouraged and thanked God. When we arrived in Rome, Paul was permitted to have his own private lodging, though he was guarded by a soldier. Paul preaches at Rome under guard. Three days after Paul's arrival, he called together the local Jewish leaders. He said to them, Brothers, I was arrested in Jerusalem and handed over to the Roman government, even though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our ancestors. The Romans tried me and wanted to release me because they found no cause of the death sentence. But then the Jewish leaders protested the decision. I felt it necessary to appeal to Caesar, even though I had no desire to press charges against my own people. I asked you to come here today so we could get acquainted and so I could explain to you that I am bound with this chain because I believe that the hope of Israel, the Messiah, has already come. They replied, We have had no letters from Judea or reports against you from anyone who was has come here. But we want to hear what you believe, for the only thing we know about this movement is that it is denounced everywhere. So a time was set, and on that day a large number of people came to Paul's lodging. He explained and testified about the kingdom of God and tried to persuade them about Jesus from the scriptures. Using the law of Moses and the books of the prophets, he spoke to them from morning until evening. Some were persuaded by the things he said, but others did not believe. And after they had argued back and forth among themselves, they left with this final word from Paul. The Holy Spirit was right when he said to your ancestors through Isaiah the prophet, Go and say this, people. When you hear what I say, you will not understand. When you see what I do, you will not comprehend. For the hearts of these people are hardened and their ears cannot hear. And they have closed their eyes, so their eyes cannot see, and their ears cannot hear, and their hearts cannot understand, and they cannot turn to me and let me heal them. So I want you to know that this salvation from God has also been offered to the Gentiles and they will accept it. For the next two years, Paul lived in Rome at his own expense. He welcomed all who visited him, boldly proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ. And no one tried to stop him. This is the word of the Lord. Here ends the first reading. Now let's turn to the New Living Translation. Where did the Roman believers come from? The good news had spread to Rome by various methods. Many Jews who lived in Rome would visit Jerusalem for religious festivals. Some had been present at Pentecost, had believed in Jesus and had brought the message back to Rome. 
Also, Paul had written his letter to the Romans before this time. The Forum on the Appian Way was a town about 43 miles south of Rome. The Three Taverns was located about 35 miles south of Rome. A tavern was a shop or a place that provided food and lodging for travellers. The Christians openly went to meet Paul and encouraged him. The decree of Claudius expelling Jews from Rome must have been temporary because Jewish leaders were back in Rome. Paul wanted to preach the good news in Rome and he eventually got there in chains through shipwreck and after many trials. Although he may have wished for an easier passage, he knew that God had blessed him greatly in allowing him to meet the believers in Rome and preach the message to both Jews and Gentiles in that great city. In all things, God worked for Paul's good. You can trust God to do the same for you. God may not make you comfortable or secure, but he will provide the opportunity to do his work. Christians were denounced everywhere by the Romans because they were seen as a threat to the Roman establishment. They believed in one God, whereas the Romans had many gods, including Caesar. The Christians were committed to an authority higher than Caesar. Paul used the Old Testament to teach the Jews that Jesus was the Messiah, the fulfilment of God's promises. The book of Romans, written 10 years earlier, reveals Paul's ongoing dialogue with the Jews in Rome. Paul remained in Rome under guard in a rented house for two years. There sat the greatest apostle and spokesman for Christianity, unable to move freely and minister as he desired. However, Paul didn't complain or despair. He simply did what he could. Able to receive visitors, he taught, preached and counselled, even while he was continued to quarters, confined to quarters. He wrote letters, commonly called his prison letters, to the Ephesians, Colossians and Philippians. Letters that have impacted millions of believers down through the centuries. He also wrote personal letters, such as the one to Philemon. Luke was the Paul in Rome. Luke was with Paul in Rome. Timothy often visited him, as did Tychius, Epaphroditus, and Mark. Paul witnessed to the whole Roman guard and was involved with the Roman believers. If you find yourself in a negative or unpleasant situation, look for ways to redeem the circumstances. There is never a time or place in which you can't glorify and serve God. Tradition says that Paul was pleased after two years of house arrest in Rome, released after two years of house arrest in Rome, and that he then left on a fourth missionary journey. Some reasons for this tradition are as follows. 1. Luke does not give us an account of Paul's trials before Caesar, and Luke was a detailed chronicler. 2. The prosecution had two years to bring the case to trial, and time may have run out. 3. In his letter to the Philippians, written during his imprisonment in Rome, Paul implied that he would soon be released and would do further travelling. 4. Paul mentions several places where he intended to take the good news, but he never visited those places in his first three journeys. 5. Early Christian literature talks plainly about other travels by Paul. 
During his time of freedom, Paul may have continued to travel extensively, even going to Spain and back to the churches in Greece. The books of 1 Timothy and Titus were written during this time. Later, Paul was imprisoned again, probably in Rome, where he wrote his last letter. Why does the book of Acts end here and so abruptly? The book is not about the life of Paul, but about the spread of the good news. And that had been clearly presented. God apparently thought it was not necessary for someone to write an additional book describing the continuing history of the church. Now that the good news had been preached and established at the centre of trade and government, it would spread across the world. The book of Acts deals with the history of the Christian church and its expansion in ever-widening circles touching Jerusalem, Antioch, Ephesus and Rome, the most influential cities in the Western world. Acts also shows the mighty miracles and testimonies of the heroes and martyrs of the early church, Paul, Stephen, James, Paul. Peter, Stephen, James and Paul. All the ministry was prompted and held together by the Holy Spirit, working in the lives of ordinary people, merchants, travellers, slaves, jailers, church leaders, males, females, Gentiles, Jews, rich, poor. Many unsung heroes of the faith continued the work through the Holy Spirit in succeeding generations, changing the world with a changeless message. Jesus Christ is Saviour and Lord, of all who call on him. Today we can be the unsung heroes in the continuing story of the spread of the good news. It is the same message that we Christians are to take to our world so that many more may hear and believe. Here ends the second reading. Let us pray. Lord, we end here today in Acts with a powerful message about the point and purpose of our lives on earth. It's not to have an easy life or a comfortable life or a life without pain and suffering. It's one in which we must carry our burdens like Paul did and make the best of our situations. We must share the good news day by day, looking for opportunities to cast aspersions on the very fact that Jesus Christ is not our Lord and Saviour. We know, Lord, that we couldn't do half of the things without your comfort, support and guidance. So help us this day to trust in you ever more deeply. Commit our lives to Jesus. Our hopes and dreams are yours, Lord, to do with as you will. This day we surrender. Amen.